vulnerability? Is it a weakness or a strength? Today I'm diving into the topic of vulnerability, particularly for women who have experienced childhood hardships. It's a journey that requires courage, self-reflection, and a commitment to healing. But trust me when I say that the rewards can be extraordinary. We will explore why developing vulnerability can be challenging and how it can ultimately enhance our lives, especially when it comes to building meaningful relationships. Welcome to The Esteemed Life, the podcast dedicated to empowering women on their journey towards personal growth and emotional well-being. I am your host, Michelle Hall, and I am thrilled to be here with you today. As someone who has experienced the transformative power of vulnerability firsthand, I'm excited about sharing my insights and helping you cultivate vulnerability in your own life. Hello, esteemed one. Growing up, I faced my fair share of hardships, and like many of you, I learned to protect myself from further pain and disappointment. I built walls, suppressed my emotions, and wore a mask of strength and stability. But over time, I realized that this behavior was hindering my ability to connect authentically with others. So what is vulnerability anyway? Webster's Dictionary defines it as being open to attack or damage. This term is used in battle when you look for where your opponent is vulnerable or weak so you can take advantage of it in the attack. So in that perspective, it represents a weakness. But how does that translate to relationships? Is being vulnerable a personal weakness? Well, it depends. If you open up and people take advantage of it and cause you pain, you have to cut off their ability to do that. If you don't, then being vulnerable can become a weakness. But that is not what we're doing here. We're going to approach this process with power and strength. With that being said, Developing vulnerability is hard because it requires us to face our fears head on. It means acknowledging the pain we've experienced and allowing ourselves to be seen, flaws and all. For women who have experienced childhood hardships, these fears are probably magnified. We may have developed a deep-rooted mistrust of people or a fear of being judged or rejected. However, when we open ourselves up, we create space for healing, growth, and genuine connection. By embracing vulnerability, we allow others to see us for who we truly are. And in turn, we invite them to show up authentically as well. Isn't that what we say we want? We want to be seen. We want people to see us fully. 
But in order to do so, we have to open ourselves up and show them. Now, by doing this, you do open yourself up to the possibility of getting hurt if the people you open up to don't know how to handle your heart. When you are vulnerable, it's almost like like standing in front of an audience naked. Can you imagine that? So I advise caution. If you have fear about being fully seen that resulted from childhood hardships or trauma, this will not come easy. But you get to decide how much to open up and to whom you open up. Take a look at the people around you and proceed with caution. If they show you that they can be trusted, then open up a little at a time. It is a process and you are in control of it. The benefits of being vulnerable can be truly remarkable. When we dare to be vulnerable, we give ourselves permission to be fully known and understood. We develop deeper and more meaningful relationships filled with trust, empathy, and emotional support. Vulnerability creates a safe space where we can share our joys, fears, and insecurities, knowing that it will be met with compassion and understanding. If you get anything less than that, I suggest you reevaluate the relationships with the people that you are opening up to. Vulnerability also allows us to cultivate self acceptance and self love. When we embrace our vulnerabilities, we free ourselves from the weight of shame and self judgment. We recognize that our past experiences do not define us, but have shaped us into resilient women capable of growth and transformation. That is my story, and I can testify to how becoming more vulnerable has been a powerful force in my life. I was held hostage to my past experiences for far too many years, and I was dead set on not ever opening up about those experiences. But God had another plan for me. Over the past several years, I have opened myself up more than I ever thought I would. And I feel free from my past childhood hardships. I can't even start to explain how it feels to be free from the burden of my past. It's something that you will have to experience for yourself. This work is so worth it. I started this podcast and have shared my story here. I wrote about my story and it has been published in an anthology that is available on Amazon. I am able to connect with others more authentically and as my true self because I am no longer wearing a mask. And I am on a mission to continue sharing my story to help as many women as I can and let them know that you can break free from it all and live a full and esteemed life.
I want you to take your power back and change your story. Now, I realize that not everyone will resonate with my vulnerability and my story and will try to use it to hurt or reject me. But that is a risk that I'm willing to take at this point in my life. I have done the hard work to get my healing and I am not going backward. You can do the same. Now, let me share three practical tips to help you cultivate vulnerability in your own life. Tip number one, start by engaging in self-reflection and cultivating self-compassion. Take the time to understand and acknowledge the impact that your childhood hardships had on your life. Be gentle with yourself, offering kindness and understanding. Give yourself grace. Remember, healing begins with self-acceptance. Tip number two. Reach out to a trusted therapist, counselor, life coach, or support group. Share your experiences in a safe and non-judgmental environment can help you process your emotions and gain valuable insights. Surround yourself with individuals who understand and validate your journey, providing the support you need to navigate vulnerability. Tip number three, cultivate gratitude and mindfulness in your daily life. Gratitude allows us to focus on the positive aspects of our journey, fostering a sense of resilience and optimism. Mindfulness helps us stay present and connected to our emotions, allowing us to be more attuned to our vulnerabilities and needs. Sounds familiar? Check out last week's episode, number 25, An Attitude of Gratitude. For more information on this, you can also download the free guided gratitude meditation to help you start this journey. You can find the link in the show notes. Keep in mind that developing vulnerability is a lifelong process. It requires patience self-compassion, and a willingness to take small steps outside your comfort zone. Each step you take towards vulnerability is a victory. And with time, you'll witness the incredible growth and transformation that it brings to your life. Change happens outside of your comfort zone. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are a woman of a mature age and find yourself still struggling with the effects of your adverse childhood experiences, my Journey to You program could help. This program is designed to help you release built-up hurt, resentment, anger, and pain, shatter limiting beliefs you may have about yourself, set healthy boundaries and standards for your life, and discover your authentic identity in Christ so that you can live life with emotional freedom. Click the link in the show notes to complete the questionnaire or email me at michelle 
at livetheesteemedlife.com. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work.